Don't be afraid of a crowd Laughing loud and feeling free Never noticed till you there was more They can see you really So stand out, stand out, stand out You're here, you're free Absolutely where you need So stand out, stand out, stand out Welcome to the Sunshine State, a space for health, healing, and wellness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sunshine State. My name is Sunshine Wiley. I am your host. Uh, the Sunshine State is a podcast that is streamed to promote emotional health, healing, and wellness from the perspective of a learned introvert. Um, I am uh, a single mother, and I'm also in entertainment. I sing, I do voiceovers, I do background vocals for uh, various artists. Um, I also do uh, sing with an orchestra, and then um, I still have my own um, projects that I'm working on as well. But um, today we're actually not going to be talking about me. Um, I actually have a wonderful guest with me today um, by the name of Miss Noah Flood, and she has an amazing story and an amazing journey. And I wanted her to come in and talk to me today about all the things that she's actually faced and just kind of share with us some of the things that she does in order to lead a life that um, is fulfilling to herself and that promotes wellness within herself. So without further ado, everybody put your hands together for Miss Noah Flood. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. <laughs> we have a little in-studio audience today. Yes, we do. Yes, we so do. Um, we're excited about that. We are both mothers, so we got our beautiful little girls right here. And they're doing their best to be quiet, but Absolutely. you know, it's a challenge. Right. So, um, Miss Noah, tell me a little yes. bit about yourself. Well, I am 38 years old, uh, born and raised in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, mm -hmm. I am a mother of two, a 19-year-old and a 7-year-old, Christopher and Riley. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I, I really, I think I'm the type of person that shoots straight from the hip. And, um, you know, I tell it like it is. And I, I'm glad that you were able to invite me so that I can um, share my story. Okay. So um, I know that often on social media, you have this presence and people are always like laughing and joking. But like what people don't realize is that a lot of what you say is very profound. And um, as a survivor, survivor of several things, um, I would like to say that I appreciate the things that you um, say and that you post because a lot of people aren't always able to be transparent like that and a lot of people aren't always able to say you know this is what I face and I'm here and I'm living out loud and right. I'm all good though right and it's good to see that and it's good Thank to hear you. that so I, I do appreciate that about you um, so um, I actually kind of want to talk back about something you recently spoke about, okay. um, which is when you shared uh, your story about being in foster care. Okay. So can you tell me a little bit more about your experience um, with foster care? Yes. And so, how that started. Okay. Um, so initially I wasn't in foster care, of course. Um, when I was born, um, I was born to um, a um, mother that was addicted to drugs. Mm -hmm. And so she placed me in... Um, placing with a family member 
um, who raised me from when I was about five months old up until I was about 11. Um, while I was with my adopted mother, I found out um, that um, she wasn't my mother. Mm-hmm. And so I went, um, uh, I would say, on this hunt to find out who this woman was. And she finally told me, okay, this is your mother. And I actually met her. Mm-hmm. And um, she told me, you know, they took me from her and she never wanted to give me up, but she didn't have a choice, mm-hmm. which made me respond so i started um acting out in school you know um i started cutting myself Mm -hmm. um so started doing things that i felt you know needed that would bring me some type of attention Um, and so my uh, adopted mother um, she just couldn't handle it anymore Mm -hmm. and so she placed me in the foster care Mm -hmm. and i was there from uh, 11 uh, until 21. okay so yeah so that's how i ended up in foster care right so that that had to be that had to be a difficult situation to be in to find out um, these things at such a young age and then try to have to process it for yourself. How did you feel at that time? Um, I was eleven, um, and so I was confused. Uh, I mean, I'll never forget my first night in. Um, in Charleston, whenever you go into foster care, um, you initially go to what they call an emergency shelter. Um, so it's for children who they can't find placement for because you actually just got into custody. Um, and so I was at the emergency shelter and um, I'll never forget just kind of crying mm-hmm. and looking out the window and um, just thinking at any moment, my mom's going to pull up. Mm-hmm. At any given moment. I know she's going to pull up. This was a mistake. Um, she didn't mean to do this. She's just trying to teach me a lesson. Wow. Well, 11 years later, wow. you know, she never came. So, wow. yeah, so it was very uh, confusing and frustrating. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That's crazy. Well, I mean, that's 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 a lot to take on right. all at it 11 is. years old. And I feel like a lot of times when you go through trauma that young, it kind of changes the course of your life. Absolutely. I feel like a lot of times that when you go through childhood trauma, it causes you to kind of morph into survival mode for yeah. the rest of your life. Yeah. Did your mom ever reunite with you after that? No, she did okay. not. Um, my mother is, um, she's very uh, strict. Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever she says something, you know, she means that. Right. And so um, she wasn't going to, um, I guess, um, renege on her word. Gotcha. She had already said, okay, this is where you're going. Um, and that was that. Mm-hmm. And she left me there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. How have you managed to go beyond that? Like, or are you still dealing with some of the effects of that? Um, I will definitely say that I am still dealing with it. Um, Just even going through counseling and, you know, seeing different people, um, it's still something that I don't want to talk about. Um, So this is actually my first time um, ever speaking about um, this subject. But because I know that... um, you're trying to go somewhere and I'm trying to get somewhere too. Um, It was something I feel like um, our friendship is worth me speaking about that. That's yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know what? And it means a lot. Um, The last episode that I just released um, was talking about my experience as a, as a survivor of sexual assault. And like, that was a difficult thing to talk about because it's like, you know, you don't want the world to see you that way because people look at you differently when you share those types of situations. But the one thing that I did realize is that it is also very freeing Mm -hmm. 
Right. It sets you free when you start to take control of your own narrative. Right. And um, it just makes you, um, it makes you stronger. I mean, it definitely makes you feel vulnerable, but I, I definitely feel like vulnerability is the key to healing. You know, uh, we both have been heavily involved in church. Well, mm-hmm. me at one point in time, not so much anymore. Yeah. I mean, I still, you know, go to church, but it's not as much as I used to. Right. But, um, being involved in that, a lot of people will tell you, oh, pray, 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 give it to God, and it's all good. Mm-hmm. But that's not enough. It's not. It's not enough. It's not. What people don't realize is sometimes God also gave us therapists, mm-hmm. support groups, and whatever other tools that we have in place to be able to facilitate that healing. Right. And so, um, in taking uh, advantage of those specific things, it gives us the opportunity to, to go beyond the, the normal just forget it and suppress it because mm-hmm. suppressing it never helped anybody. Right, right. So back to your story, let me ask you this. At this point in your life, because you're still going through that journey, what do you think are some things or what are some things that you're doing every day to try to take control of your own narrative? Um, how I protect myself and um, how I keep myself going every day is to forget that it happened Mm. um so for instance you know you and i share someone very important to us right Mm -hmm. um to process that Mm -hmm. i forget it you Mm. know you know it's just it it's how i process death yeah you know they're on vacation Mm. or we're not talking right now um you know with you know things that happened in my childhood again you know i just i forget about it you know i don't want to talk about it um and so you know I definitely make sure that I suppress those things so that I can um, get through another day. Uh, people keep asking me to write a book mm. and do this and do that, and mm-hmm. um, it's just it's it's too painful, right. you know. So right. it's something that probably should happen, but mm. not right now. I understand that. For me, um, I've suppressed long enough. Yeah, I've suppressed long enough, and I've 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 taken so many things so many blows in life right. in so many situations and my story might be lightweight to somebody else right. but for me it's like enough is enough mm-hmm. and i um and I, I get it i totally get not being in the place where you can just open pandora's box because it's painful absolutely it's painful and and if you guys don't know the person that we do share um is my best friend Eddie. Um, she passed away a year ago and, uh, from breast cancer. And um, it was a very traumatic situation. And it happened really quick. Mm-hmm. It was like a whirlwind of emotions and, and, and everything happening all at the same time. Right. But dealing with that situation was not fun. It's still not fun. It still feels like it just happened 10 minutes ago. Right. And I'm still not over it. But I do realize that more than that, um, I enjoyed and was able to embrace this wonderful person. And I am trying to do my best to be grateful for what I did have in her. And so focusing on that portion um, of my life with her, the gratitude, uh, the happy po- the happy parts, or the times where she was telling me like it is because that's what I needed, right. um, all of that matters. Right. All of that makes um, a world of a difference for me. Um, now, different people have different ways of processing things. And when you take the opportunity to process things, like if you need to be by yourself or if you need to see a therapist or if you, whatever you need to do, make sure that you are doing those things because we all have our different avenues in order to approach those things. Right. So, I mean, there's, there's no judgment, no love loss. Nobody's telling anybody to do anything outside of their comfort zone because everybody has to go 
forward in a way that helps them. Have you forgiven the adults in your life that you feel could have saved you from some of the things that you faced? No, mm. I absolutely haven't. Um, okay. I don't forgive them only because I feel like, you know, they're adults. Yeah. You know? Um, and so um, at that time, you know, being a child, I felt like my sister could have come and gotten me because mm-hmm. she was an adult. But because right. my mom told her not to, right? You know, I felt like one of my aunts could have come and you know came and got me, but they didn't. Right. So I don't really have you know like the flood family. I don't really have much for them. Right. You know, I'm just mm-hmm. like they let me suffer. Right. You know, and so right. um, it definitely you know has um, affected me as an adult. Um, but no, I don't. I haven't forg- I haven't forgiven them at all. Okay. I understand that because you have not had the opportunity to forgive those. Have you actually spoken to any of those people and told them how you feel at this time? Um, no, um, I haven't. I haven't. I mean, I feel like I feel like they they know, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like you knew that, you know, there was an 11 year old child that needed you. And mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, for you to let me stay in foster care, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying like. So no, you know, when they call me now and you know, they need me, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know, I don't got it when yeah. I know I have it, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm just like, I've always been, but that's real though. Yeah. I've always been an eye for an eye yeah, I mean, and, and this it's bad, but so I feel like you let me suffer. I'm going to let you suffer, mm-hmm. you know? So no, um, I, you know, I, I don't got nothing for them. I get it though. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to though. You know, nobody writes the rules and say, oh, you absolutely have to forgive or you absolutely have to release these people or you absolutely have to do things a certain way. Right. Because anything that you do at this point is for your own benefit. Right. It's for your healing. Because we all realize that we, we know it's some jacked up stuff that people have done. Mm-hmm. We know it. Mm-hmm. And anything at this point that you should do going forward is for your your benefit and right, your right, healing. Right. You know, and to make sure that you're able to get to where you want to be, right. where you need to be, rather, Absolutely. personally. And so you don't have to do anything. Right. It's a choice, mm-hmm. completely up to you. So, I mean, ain't no judgment here. It's some people that I still have some disdain for at this point because I just don't even understand the thought process that goes behind abandoning your own child. Right, right. Um, and, you know, there are certain people in my life just won't tell about their story. Right, because right, okay. they didn't decide to be on this journey. I did. Right. So I get it. Right. But um yeah, I'm 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 right there with you. There are some people that I just I just don't see myself being able to get back to the place of complete peace with. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I've forgiven them for myself so that I can just release them and move on. Right. But as far as me coming back and having like the level of trust and love and all that kind of stuff that I had before, it's probably a no go. Right. I'm gonna try to get like you one day. <laughs> one day. <laughs> So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Now, as a parent, as a mother, with all the things that you faced, what are you doing differently to try to empower your daughter so she never feels the way you feel? Uh, so the the tricky thing about me being a parent is that, you know, I'm, I'm getting the opportunity to raise my daughter, but I'm, I didn't have the opportunity to raise my son. Okay. Um, only because, you know, the whole abandonment thing you know, when I got pregnant with him and I had him, you know, I was just like, okay, they gave me away and I know I can't raise him, so I'm going to give him away too, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so, you know, that, that, that hurt me for, 
19 years, you know, mm-hmm. because we are now just reconciling. Right. Um, but with her, with my, with, with Riley, um, you know, I think the steps that I take to make sure that she doesn't follow in my footsteps is I am very hard on her. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, our parents used to say, I do this because I love you. Right. That's, that's absolute for me. Right. You know, um, I treat her how I treat her because I love her. Mm-hmm. I treat her how I treat her because I want her to know that, um, you know, she's, Everything you know that she's great, that she is an amazing kid. I try to tell her things that I was never told. Oh yeah, you know, especially in foster care, no one cares. No, you know what I'm saying. So I try to make sure that you know, um, you know, I'm just a little bit more patient with her, and I try to make sure that you know I do the things that um, I couldn't, you know, that weren't done for me. You know what I'm saying. So something as small as a new pair of sneakers, mm-hmm. you know, that I that I couldn't have, um, I try to do for her. Um, and just I, I make sure that I protect her, mm-hmm. and that's that's and all that's that I important. was missing. I missed protection. Listen, oh my gosh, this uh uh that's like resonating so much with right. me. That's one of the the, the biggest thing that I struggle with. Like I feel like a lot of times, or I felt like a lot of times, I was not protected, mm-hmm. and it's the reason why I've had so many trust issues in relationships. You know, so I girl, listen. That is, that's huge. Yeah, it is. Um, I think protection, you know, to these children um, is vital. Yeah. You know? And I feel like a lot of what happened to me would not have happened Mm. if someone had said, no, that's my child. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And one thing I want to circle back around to is your son. Mm -hmm. You didn't repeat the cycle that was actually um you started on that cycle Mm -hmm. because you knew number one the mature thing was i can't raise this child on my own but you did not make him feel like he was um alienated or that he wasn't enough right no yeah you were able to bring him back into your life Mm -hmm. at the appropriate time so that you can say okay look this is where i was made a lot of mistakes i'm your mother let's try to fix this right. and that's what matters right right that's, that's what a true. lot of us were missing people being able to own up to mistakes that they've made in our lives mm-hmm. and be able to like make changes as a result of it right so i mean that's that's huge and i and i applaud you for that Thank because you, it's yeah. it's 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 huge it is i mean it's hard <laughs> to say you're wrong it's and i was wrong yeah yeah it's hard to say look hey i made a mistake yeah. and i wasn't i wasn't right now, as a result of all those things that you face, what does your self-image look like at this point? Uh, it's hard to say. Um, it's hard to be very descriptive um, because it's not going to make sense. Um, so you have a, a part of me. It, it's almost like an alter ego, mm-hmm. right? So you have this part of me who is Sasha Fierce. Okay. You know, you can't tell me nothing. I already know I'm this, um, and. So, you know, that side of me, I wish you would, you know, but then you have this other side of me. People do not believe this. And it is so true. Mm -hmm. I am so shy Mm. and people are like, girl, please. Right. (laughs) I I legit, I am, I'm so shy. Um, But because, you know, I have to, I have to keep being who you guys think that I am. Mm. So you I feel like you gotta perform. Oh yeah. Oh man. I feel like um, I feel like, I feel like a lot of my life is a performance. Oh. Like lights, camera, action. 
Wow. You know, because um, I got to keep up. I got to keep up with, you know, who y'all know. Mm-hmm. And I got to keep up with who y'all love. Right. And so, to me, you know, there can't be days where, you know, if you lived here and you saw me, I don't feel like talking. Yeah. You know, because then it's, well, what's wrong with you? You know, so I got to keep seeing. I got to keep being... Yeah. You know, when I just want to be like, just be a low key and chill, and I, that's hard to do. Yeah. You know, man, feeling like you're trapped in a performance. Yes. Yikes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Wow. So I mean, can we can we unpack that a little bit? Why do you yeah. feel like you have to perform? Um. Do you feel like it's because people wouldn't like who you really are if you didn't perform? I I know for a fact that y'all wouldn't like me. Okay. Because, like, you know, people would say, well, it takes a lot of energy to be angry mm-hmm. or it takes a lot of energy to, you know, be upset. But because I've lived in and anger raised me, mm. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When when anger, has, when anger is your parent, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, for me to be angry and have an attitude, I'm chill. That's, that's easy for me. For me to smile and be happy is hard. Mm. You know, so I don't mind having an attitude all day. Oh, wow. And I don't mind not talking to you. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind giving you the business. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because that's who I am. Right. Um, and so when I have to be happy and I have to love you and I have to hug you and all of that stuff is too much for me. Right. So that's why I, I perform mm-hmm. and I'm, I become this person who I believe that people are going to love because you won't love who I really am. Mm. And that is angry and hostile and... Okay. The angry black woman, you know, what I'm saying? that's who I am. Right, right. Um, but you know, I'm I'm okay with that. Okay. But you got, I, I know my friends wouldn't be. You know right. what I'm saying? So yeah. Well, do you think that people are really your friends if they're not okay with accepting who you actually are? Well, I I feel like um, I would still say that you guys are my friends only because you only can accept what I present to you. Right. So now it would have been one thing if you knew. Okay. Um, I know this girl is putting on, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I've only presented to you mm-hmm. one person. Right. You know, so that's who you love. Mm-hmm. And so that's who I have to be every time I see you. Mm. And then if I be, if I'm, if I'm someone else, you're mm-hmm. like, why are you acting like that? Right. No, I was acting before. Right. This is me, this now. Is me now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's hard to backtrack. It's hard to, you know, become who you are. Mm when you are who you're not if yeah. that makes sense no that makes yeah. total sense yeah yeah i mean you gotta shatter the um you gotta shatter your representative because mm-hmm. a lot of times when we are in the state of presenting our representative to people it's it's not helping anybody anyway right but um that's wow right wow i, I never would have got that I never would have got that. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of times I feel uncomfortable, especially, I'm going to be totally transparent. Mm-hmm. I feel uncomfortable being in Charleston without Addie. Yeah. Completely yeah. uncomfortable. I can imagine that. And it's like, I'm like a fish out of water because she was like the person your that. Oxygen, your air. Yeah. She mm-hmm. was the person that I was here for. Right. Like, right. I never had to worry about 
somewhere to stay. Mm-hmm. I never had to worry about whether or not I was going to get around, who was right. going to pick me up from the airport, right. how I was going to eat, none of that stuff. Right. I didn't have to worry about none of that stuff because I knew that that person was going to make sure it happened. It was going to happen. Right. And I mean, that was just that kind of community that we developed. Right. And she got to know some really ugly parts of me. Mm-hmm. And like it kind of threw her off, but she never stopped loving me. Right. She never stopped being there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the connection that the connections that we should seek. Mm-hmm. Because, like, who wants to have to continue to perform for people the rest of their life? Right. At some point, you got to be able to completely embrace and love who you are innately. Right. And I don't know. I can't, you know, judge or say for you who exactly you are because I don't know you you can discover that for yourself right I feel like there is some anger and some things that you have dealt with and some things that are in you that might be that might be um hmm, second nature to deal with but I don't always believe that those things that are easy or second nature for us to go to are actually us Mm. I feel like those might be results of what we faced or those might be results of the things that we've encountered of our experiences Right, right and so I don't necessarily know or believe completely that's, that, that that's you, but I believe that that's a part of you that you need to embrace. Right. And that's a part of you that you need to allow to be what it is so that you can get to whatever you want to be. Right. You know? Right. But um, I just, uh, yeah, I, that's, that's, that's eye-opening. Hmm. Like, I would have never thought that you felt like you had to perform for people all the time. Yeah, I do. Um, well, let me say this. Mm-hmm. For, for me, if I ever made you feel that way, I apologize. No, no. Here's the thing, right? It's it's not um, it's not because I feel like you guys won't love me, mm-hmm. right? It's because I know you won't. So I know that. But how do you know? Um, because nobody wants to be around negativity. And nobody wants to be around someone who's always dark. Listen. And no one wants to be around someone who, um, you know doesn't really have that positive light that mm-hmm. we need, right? Right. So, um, I can become it, mm-hmm. but it's not who I feel that I am. Right. Right? So, I feel like because we are all are on this, you know, Path. journey of sin, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, it's hard to be with a friend who, you know, isn't on that same path. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm okay with, you know, it. If, if I could use the word, I can't. But I'm okay with being a B. Yeah. You know? I'm okay with, you know, not tolerate. Like, I'm. people would be like, well, you know, you just like this. And you, and, I, and that's how. So, what you see on Facebook is who I really am. Yeah. That, you know, people say, well, people are putting on for the book. But no, what you see on Facebook and what I say on Facebook, typically that's it's who I am. To, that's, yeah. But that's just me being able to be me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but if I say, if I verbally say what I want to say, you know. So it's better for you guys to read it versus me saying it, you know. Mm-hmm. So when you see something and I'm I'm going off and popping off, yeah. that was the good version. But that's mm-hmm. what I really want to say. But it comes off a little better when you read it yeah. versus me saying <laughs> it's it. It's more entertaining. Yeah. And yes. you know what? I, I this 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 life is is so funny and there's no right and no wrong no perfect way to do anything there's no specific method that you have to take in order to um be anything right and a lot of times what we feel like we have to put on for is 
is because we got these people's expectations to live up to and I'm, I'm listen I'm about to, I'm freeing myself right, right. from other people's thoughts emotions and expectations right I mean and it just kind of is what it is at this point because I mean you can't you can't allow yourself to be so wrapped up in what somebody else is thinking right. feeling or saying that you are missing out on enjoying who you are right because you got to love you first exactly so um yeah so i mean I, I could actually talk about this all day but let me ask this last question because we can just go on all night okay. um what would you what advice would you actually offer to someone who was in the same situation as you uh younger me or now uh both um younger me um i would say um just just fight for fight to become whoever you want to be like sometimes people would say you know you know children in foster care you know um have the short end of the stick but you know, some sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. Um, so to my 11-year-old self, I would have said, you know, that regardless of me not having a soul, to just keep fighting so that I could make um, my own family and make my own way. Yeah. So um, that's what I would have told myself: to so just keep fighting until you can make until you can make the family that you want and show them the love that you were never shown. Mm -hmm. That's what I would have told my 11 year old self. Mm -hmm. Myself now, um, <clears throat> um, I, I definitely would give the same advice, but just for a different age, like do you, mm -hmm. you know? Um, sometimes we have, we got so many words and so many explanations and it just, for what? You know what I'm saying? Like, legit, just do you. Yeah. What you like to do, just do that. Mm -hmm. You know, like, who are we to tell somebody? It's some things that you, some some paths you shouldn't cross, you know? Mm -hmm. But if you want to be a brick mason, then go be a brick mason. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, just stop letting people Dictate. define, yeah, you know, tell you who you are. People used to, you know, always just tell me, you know, you ain't this and you ain't that. You know, and it wasn't until I just kind of decided, well, but... <laughs> But I am this. Right. You know, and I am that. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to respond just like that. And if you don't like it, then you just don't like it. Right. Keep moving. You right. know, there's going to be somebody that doesn't mind being my friend. Yeah. And it don't got to be you. Yeah. So exactly. that's my advice for then and now. Just do you. Yeah. Do what you, whatever you want to do. I mean, and that's, that's great advice. Yeah. I mean, all of us are trying to learn how to be comfortable with being us. Mm -hmm. So that's great advice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's advice I'm still trying to take on a daily right, basis. Right, right. Um, I had a moment, um, I had a moment a few weeks ago and, um, I, I literally said, you know what, like F them. Yeah. Because I felt like you're not about to just tolerate me, especially when I have so much to bring to the table. Mm. When I have so much to offer, you are not about to invite me because you, you don't want me to see it on Facebook, mm. you know, or you just inviting me so I won't see it on Snapchat. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't do me no favors. Right. You know, and so those people who I felt like were just tolerating me, you had to go. Yeah. And so, you know, even this week, what's wrong with you? Right. Nothing, I'm good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, that's just the space I want to be in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. And you're deserving of it. Right. 
You deserve every ounce of love that's coming your way. Right, right. You know, you deserve to be around people who appreciate, who appreciate support and love you. I combine those words. I like it. I like <laughs> who it. appreciate support and love you completely. Right. And you deserve that. Right. You deserve to be in a space. And it's not just for you. We all deserve that. Mm -hmm. We all deserve to be surrounded by people who can understand and appreciate and take us as who we are. Right. You know? Right. And so, um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's amazing. Um, I didn't realize that we had so much in common when it came to that. Yeah, we do. I didn't realize. Yeah. Wow. I didn't either. As Absolutely. long as we be friends. Yeah, you know? I have a friend that checks in with me and she gets the good, the bad, and the ugly at this point. Um, and it's very healing for me um, to have that kind of a person because, you know, I always I would be like, oh, everything's okay. I'm mm -hmm. making it. Right, Everything's right. survival. Da, da, da. But then one day I just started being like, look. I'm not okay. I am not okay today. Right, right. I am considering suicide today. Right. I need you to come over here. Right. And that's, that's, real. that's a very real thing. That's real. And it's and it's honest though. That's right. And and being able to be honest with somebody in that regard is tremendous. Mm -hmm. And somebody actually calling checking on you out of the blue, you're on my mind. Right. Do I need to come over there? Right. And not How? just yeah. can I borrow? Can oh my god. You know? Not just having their hand out. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. I don't and and it's always good to have that person. You know, I don't I I can't tell you when the last time I've had somebody just call and say, "Are you okay? Mm. Do you need something?" Mm -hmm. You know, versus you know, I, I had an issue with social media. I said I have an issue with if you know I don't have, right? Or you know, you know, I'm in this place. Then why don't you offer? Right. Why should I have to ask you? Why should I have to beg you? You know what I'm saying? Like. A certain person, you know, knew that my car was out of commission last week. Mm -hmm. But I had to call around and ask for rides to work. Oh, wow. Why? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. And so those, it's, it's those moments where I'm like, really kind of reflecting on, you know, do I really have anybody in my corner? Are these really my friends? You know? Because um, it's a lot of people who are selfishly saying that they're our friends when they're actually not right, our friends. Right. They're your friend when it's convenient for them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I get it. We do have to wrap this up uh, because I, oh my gosh, we, yeah, we got a lot more to talk about. <laughs> We're going to have a part two. We'll make it happen. I'm okay, excited. Okay. But thank you so much for being um, a guest on my show today. Right, right. Um, the Sunshine State with Miss Sunshine Wiley. I appreciate you. And I probably say it all the time. Remember to make sure that you are finding things to be grateful for each and every day. Remember to find things that make you think of your life's glass as half full. And we are all on this journey together and we are all doing everything that we can to make sure that we go beyond the things that we've been in the past, beyond the things that we've done in the past. You are not the things that you've experienced. You are not the things that you've faced. And none of us are deserving of anything but the greatest things in life. Everybody have a wonderful week. And thanks again for joining. Um, if you would, 
uh, please feel free to uh, subscribe, like, and share. Um, the website is www.sunshinestate.com. Again, that is www.sunshine with an O state.com. And um, I am also on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. So subscribe at any of those three platforms with the very same name, The Sunshine State. And again, Sunshine is always spelled with an O. I am your host, Miss Sunshine Wiley. Everybody have a great day. And Thank you to our studio audience. <laughs> so stand out, stand out, stand out. Stand out. Stand out. Your hair, you're free, absolutely where you Thank you for joining the journey to the Sunshine State, a space for health, healing, and wellness.